Hello, friend. It is Kels. I'm back. Um, apologies for another two weeks between episodes. Um, had the best intentions of recording while I was gone, but it was just so busy and I did not have the opportunity to. And honestly, I'm the type of person that's like, then it wasn't meant to be, <laughs> right? So, but I'm back home now. Um, I've been back for a few days and it's Thanksgiving week for those of you who are in the US and for those who celebrate. And I felt like I really needed to do an episode um, today ahead of the holidays. And then I decided, you know what? I just feel like we need to make this episode kind of all about holiday cheer slash holiday fear. Um, because the truth is it's a very, very um, magical and beautiful time of year. Yes, but it's also for many the most difficult time of the year. Collectively, I just wish we could all be a little bit more kind and more aware. Um, I wrote in a caption last year around this time, um, the following, as the old saying goes, behind every face you see are challenges that no one knows. The traditions grief has torn apart, the smells and songs that now break your heart, the pressure to be doing and giving more when you were barely holding it together before. During this most wonderful time of the year, there are many whose loneliness, grief, heartache, and fear feel only amplified by holiday cheer. So if your heart is heavy this holiday, you are not alone. It will be okay. I want to send so much love, first and foremost, to anyone who is in any part of the grieving process entering this holiday season. I love you, and I'm so sorry for your loss. Take it all day by day, and let yourself grieve as you feel and in any way that you need. Um, yeah, that said, I mean, it's difficult in other ways too, right? Especially for those of us who have been on a journey with um, learning how to, what healthy eating means, how to fuel our bodies to feel our best instead of out of punishment, to ditch those old toxic diet culture mindsets. And this is, at the end of the day, Redefine Fitness Podcast. And that is what I want this book focused to be this episode is holiday eating and food fear and food guilt. And, um, Another focus I want to have is the pressure of um, judgment from friends, family, um, the world, just the kind of pressures that come along th with this time of year as well. Um, I think on eating, you know, let's dive into that. So many of you guys, I did ask for some questions on what you guys wanted to talk about this episode or what you're struggling with maybe this time of year. And many of you brought up those two things. And so that's where I'm getting my focus from. Some of them, I just kind of wanted to answer direct questions and then I'm going to kind of elaborate. Um, but a first one that was asked in many ways, many times was just struggling with the life balance and diet over Christmas and holidays period. Like we are entering a phase of life, a, a phase of the year where your normal looks a little bit different. You know, it's disrupted by festivities, parties, just maybe extra workload, extra time off of work. And for some of us, that causes 
pretty serious anxiety going into that because maybe you are afraid that your normal balance of your healthy lifestyle routine is going to be thrown off and that causes you to be worried or scared or you aren't sure um like someone said I'm currently smashing my goals but have anxiety about a two week trip next month um it's you know struggling with the guilt over taking time to exercise versus spending all the time with family the list goes on and on just the mental load of this time of year. And as far as working out is concerned, I guess let's start there. Um, it is going to look different for each of us because every single journey is individual. And yes, while I believe that we are in this together and there's so much benefit from supporting each other and sharing our journeys and our stories. Um, your journey is your own. And I can tell you that there were times in my life where doing the least, completely resting, taking full weeks off of exercise would have been best for my health because I was a little bit too obsessive and a little bit too intense in my training. And that the best thing for me mentally would have been to just take some time off. Other times in my life, the best thing for me to do would have been to stick with some movement that would have helped me mentally to navigate all of the dynamics of the holidays if I would have just kept up my exercise routine, even lightly, right? And it's, it kind of the same goes with food. You know, for one person, progress might look like fueling your body with more nutrient-dense foods first and then indulging in the desserts and the sweet foods a little bit less. And for another, it might mean eating as much as you want without any thought for whatever the hell is in it and enjoying and relaxing and not feeling one bit of guilt about it. So it's hard for me to like, I can't give you a one size fits all guide to the holidays aside from a few key factors. And the first of which is to be present. I talk about this a lot in every aspect of life, but it is no different with this. Where are you at right now in your fitness, health, wellness journey, whatever you want to call it? Where are you at with exercise? Have you been taking time off already? Are you feeling the need to get back into some sort of movement routine? Maybe you've been going really hard and you want to ease up a little bit. Maybe you just want to maintain where you're at. Be present and in tune with where you are, where your health is, and not just your physical health, but of course, first and foremost, your mental health, right? If you're present, that allows you to do one very important thing. Let go of guilt. Because if you're present every single day, you can wake up and remember that your efforts and exercise and eating are to care for yourself and your health first and foremost. That is your foundational goal far before any aesthetic or physical goal. And if you're present and you remind yourself of that every day, and then you think, you know what, what am I going to do today to take care of myself and my health mentally and physically? That's going to look like exercising. Or you know what, uh, I don't really have time for physical fitness today. That's going to look like a 20-minute meditation. That's going to look like a gratitude journal. That's going to look like putting my gym routine on pause while my family's in town and running around with the kids or dancing in the kitchen or taking a long walk with my dog to get some fresh air. If you're present and checking in with yourself every single day, I truly believe that is the best and healthiest and most productive way to navigate the holidays. If you're present with yourself and you remember your foundational why, 
it gives you, you give yourself permission to let go of whatever guilt. Maybe you did overindulge or you eat more, ate more than you wanted to, or you know you're going to. Let's try to, instead of giving you tips for how not to do that, I want to ask you to be honest with yourself about why you're stressed about that. Because ultimately a lot of those beliefs, at least for me, come from very unproductive and toxic lies, such as I need to be a certain size. I need to weigh less. I need to shrink myself. I'm worthier if I look a certain way. None of the above are true. All of the above hurt my soul, hurt my health. And so this holiday season, I won't have that anymore. And yeah, those thoughts are going to come into my mind. Already have been. But I ground myself and I'm present and I remember what I've learned, how far I've come. And I refuse to let the self-deprecating thoughts dictate my actions during the holidays or any other day. So my personal plan is exactly what I just shared with you. I don't know how my workouts are going to go. When I was traveling the last couple of weeks, I did a total of two strength sessions, two strength sessions in almost three weeks. I biked um, to help my ankle in ankle recovery. And I, that was all I could do in times past. That would have really, I would have felt like I failed in a sense. I would have felt like I let off on taking care of myself. I did not times and seasons. Every day is different, but your why remains the same. You are prioritizing yourself. You are taking care of your health. Start there. Check in with where you are, how you are, who you are, and take action from that space. And I promise you will navigate the holidays just fine. I did a power session today at the gym. It felt amazing. Yesterday I went to the gym to do one. I did two pyramids and called it. That was all I had in me. Every effort counts, including the days before where I made the effort to not go. I chose to not go. You always hear the term, make an effort, not an excuse, or make efforts, not excuses. And I fully, fully, full-heartedly stand that. I believe in that. But there's a caveat that's very important. Maybe your effort is to rest, is to indulge, is to enjoy more time with your family. Enjoy foods that are full of memories. And if that's your effort, then you better do so fully present without one ounce of guilt or worry or fear behind it. Own that effort. That's what you're doing today for yourself, for your well-being. The saddest part about my industry, the fitness industry at large still is the thievery, the way that it can rob us so sneakily and easily of moments that matter. I am all for being dedicated. I am a trainer and yes, I want to motivate you, but my God, my view of this whole thing has shifted so much for the better. And I now understand that I am trying to motivate you and myself and my focus is to be diligent and relentlessly focused on my health and well-being, but that does not mean 
and should never mean doing two a days above everything else. Sticking to your macros or sticking to your diet or cutting out all of these things that you love above everything else with rigidity and no flexibility. I don't think that that's healthy for pretty much anyone. All that that did for me is make me miss out on a hell of a lot of memories. And I promise you, you would enjoy this holiday season exactly 0% more. If I could snap my fingers and give you your body of your dreams, you would be 0% happier with yourself than you are right now. And I know that you might be thinking that's easy for me to say, and it is now because I get it and I've been there. And I promise you that your view of yourself and your body and your worth, it is, it's mental. It is in your mind. It is in your heart. Your confidence and your worth couldn't care less about how you look to the outside world. How do you feel inside your heart? Are you taking care of your physical body because of the miracle and the gift that it is? Or are you shaming your body and putting it through way too much in the name of taking care of it? Sometimes it's a fine line. And I know, I know that it can be confusing. So take it back, pare it down. You're going to be present. You're going to wake up. Hell yeah. I am alive and I'm grateful. I say that to myself every single morning. My first cognizant thought when I open my eyes is I'm alive and I'm grateful. And I start my day from that place because no matter what I'm going through, how I'm feeling, how heavy life might be, how joyful life might be, those two things remain true. I'm alive and I'm grateful. You start there and then you remember that you are caring for yourself and your health. And then you decide one thing. I want you to pick one thing to do that day to care for yourself and your health and do that one thing and then be damn proud of yourself after you do it. Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's not. I think you get the point. I could talk about this on and on and on. That is how you navigate the struggle of balance and dieting and exercising and eating over Christmas and any other holidays. Remember your why. Remember your why. Um, there are a few of you that asked about mom guilt. Um, I actually did a full episode all about mom guilt. So I would refer you back to that one. Um, cause yeah, we talk all the things about that. I get that a lot. Okay. So moving on to the other topic that I wanted to kind of address that a lot of you guys asked about, and also that I can relate to, um, personally is the pressures that come around this time of year, not just the ones like we just talked about with eating and exercise and food and fitness, but with yourself, with navigating the pressures of maybe strained family relationships or hard family memories or, um, all of the questions. Hey, how about all the questions from all the people you're going to run into that you don't usually see? We need to speak a little bit about setting boundaries. It is so important and it's way easier said than done, but I want you to remember 
that what people think of you has nothing to do with you. They're framing their perspective of you around their individual interactions with you, their perceptions of what you do or don't do. And honestly, none of that really has to do with you. And that might sound like an oxymoron, but it's really not. Maybe you've offended someone, but did you offend them or did they take offense to something that you did? This is a tough one, but here's the thing. It is so important that you live authentically and that you live your truth. And the truth in doing that is that not everybody's going to like it. And that's hard. And it's hard when people verbalize that and vocalize that and throw judgment your way because of that, or shun you because of that, or exclude you or gossip about you. But all of the things just listed have nothing to do with you. And if people are choosing to do that, that is a thousand percent a reflection on them. And unless what you have done has directly hurt someone else, them choosing to be offended by the way that you are living your life for yourself, it's not your problem. And you can be sad that someone is hurting or upset without being sorry. One of the toughest lessons that I learned when I left the Mormon church was just that. I knew that my family was hurting so deeply and that tore me apart. And I was hurting. I was not okay. And for a long time, I, I clung to a lot of guilt because I hurt them. I had that narrative that I hurt them. Um, and a good friend of mine, actually, I remember I was crying to her. She was one of the only people that I could talk to about this because she had a similar situation. And she just said, Kelsey, I need you to make this clear in your head. Your family is hurting. You did not hurt them. And that was so huge for me to grasp onto. If your life choices are disappointing to certain members of your family or certain friends or people, but they are right and true and authentic for you, you have not hurt them, even if they are hurting. And if they can't meet you in your truth and authenticity with love and acceptance, and at the very least, kindness and respect that is on them, not on you. When it comes to big, big life shifts like I went through, or when it comes to prodding questions about if or when you're going to have kids, or if or when, why are you having this job, or when are you going to do this, or why did you stop doing that, it's okay even if it's a little bit uncomfortable to just say, Hey, that's kind of personal. And I'm going to set a boundary. I don't want to talk about that. And usually nine out of 10 times the response is going to be like, Oh, okay. You might shock them a little bit. Sure. That's just entertaining. Right. <laughs> I just think, damn, it's, it's tough enough to go through big life changes that you've been working towards or, or just fell into without carrying the weight of the judgments and opinions of others on those choices. And I promise you that the humans who are meant to be in your life 
and love you will want to be in your life and they'll be there, even if it takes time. I really believe, I mean, the the thing that I really feel like saved me and my family relationships was choosing to act out of love. There were some tough, tough times and different dynamics, but I never doubted the love my parents had for me. And I always chose to believe and see that first. And I chose as well to act from a place of love, not from pain or offense. And now I have a beautiful relationship with both my parents that is real and authentic. And it's different than it was before, but it's better. And the before is just part of it now too. I think it's important to remember that we don't need to see eye to eye with everyone that we know and love in order to respect and love them. And it goes both ways. I think um, I want to go back to the family planning point that I brought up. I've said this before in certain posts and things, but I just want to put out another gentle reminder to not ask if someone is trying to have a baby when they're going to have their next baby, if they're pregnant, God forbid, because those things are delicate and personal and sacred and oftentimes very, very loaded and difficult. And things that might seem like flippant conversation can be very triggering or traumatizing or hurtful. I think those things should be left to a woman to share if and when and how she wants and feels. So let's be aware of that as well this holiday season. Um, let me see if there were any more specific questions that I didn't cover at all. Um, one other thing that I kind of covered, but I want to kind of drive home. I know that the pressure this time of year of all that you're supposed to do, especially on women is even amplified. And I need you to give yourself permission to unsubscribe from whatever is too much. If even if it's a tradition or a party or a treat you bake or something that, you know, you just feel like you have to do, if you are at capacity, you can say no. You can choose to do things differently. This year, my mom and I have chosen not to bake our my Grammy's Thanksgiving roll recipe because it takes like nine hours and because we miss each other and we just want to spend time with Anderson and playing games and watching shows and doing puzzles and not doing that. And, and so it's okay. We're going to get Rhodes rolls and take them from the freezer to the oven. It's going to be delicious and it's okay. It's okay to let things shift and evolve. And it's imperative that you protect your peace and you just say no, if you're at capacity to whatever it is. Also remember that self care and self-love is never selfish. I know that you might have people around or you might feel like you have a million extra things, but 
putting it all on pause to prioritize your workout, your meditation, whatever your effort for your health. Remember the one thing is for you that day is in no way selfish. It is only going to enable you to show up better, to spend more presently the time with those around you after you're done. Never feel guilty or shame yourself for taking time for yourself. Last but not least, I wanted to leave you with a couple suggestions for loneliness. Um, it affects us all, I think, at different times of life and in different ways and to different depths. But there's some practices that have helped me in my loneliness, loneliest times. And my most confused or saddest, um, first and foremost, please let yourself cry. When you feel the tears, you actually don't have to hold them back. You can create and make a safe space for yourself to just let it out. And you actually don't even have to know why you're crying. If you feel overwhelmed, you don't have to grasp around in your mind for some valid reason why you should be upset enough to cry. You can just feel overwhelmed and cry. And when you don't busy your mind trying to figure out why you're upset and you just realize and recognize and have the awareness, wow, I'm upset. And you just let that flow out of your body through your tears. It is so cathartic and it releases that weight off of you. So cry when you need to, when you feel like it, it's okay. Second is a gratitude journal. A gratitude journal. You could do it bullet style. You could go macro level. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for my eyesight. I'm grateful that I can hear. I'm grateful for Christmas Cadbury eggs, whatever it is to most specific. I'm grateful that today I had I got off work five minutes early. I'm grateful that today I was able to drive home safely from work. I mean, there's infinite things that we can be grateful for. And I mean, justifiably so, sometimes it's hard to see or remember those during tougher times, especially during lonelier times. But my God, when I sit down and I start pouring my thoughts into all the things that I do have instead of all that I don't, it's hard to feel sorry for myself. And it takes away the loneliness of being alone. And it brings back kind of the gratitude of just understanding that with myself, I'm home. A gratitude journal. Um, okay. I think, God, I mean, I hope that that all made sense. I hope that you got some sort of nugget of help or something that resonated in there for you. This was probably like my most off the cuff ever. I just meditated and then kind of started letting it all word vomit out. Um, but I'm grateful that you're here and listening more than anything else I've ever done or put into the world. This, it feels the best it's definitely the rawest and most honest and vulnerable pieces of myself. And yeah, I feel, I just feel grateful. Um, 
if any piece of it can connect and help you on your journey. So with that said, happy holidays, happy, beautiful, whatever you celebrate, however you want to celebrate it. Um, and I love you.